Hi, I'm Lily and you're listening to How to Win Friends and Influenza, the podcast. Set less goals. That's the theme of today. There's a lot of drive at times to be more productive, to, to write down the three things or five things that you're going to do that day and then check them all off and do all your important things in the morning before you do anything else. But there is this whole other argument that sometimes seems to be missing. It's the fact that there might be value in setting fewer things to do, but having those things be extremely meaningful. See, the, the risk of, of chasing progress in the explicit form, like saying you're going to do a certain number of push-ups and then you're going to buy these things from the store and then you're going to make a website and you're going to do all this. The risk there is that you end up hamster-wheeling yourself when it comes to goals. You're always forcing yourself to do something and there are certainly days when you won't feel like doing it, but you're always forcing yourself to do something. But as soon as you mark things off, well, something else comes into your entree. So it's this endless churn, like this conveyor belt of new problems coming through. And yes, progress in life is about defeating problems and being victorious and then moving on to the next one and making forward progress. But there are different ways in which you can do it. And one is to focus on the trivial and to have these many thousands of explicitly expressed goals. But there is a different approach, which is to have very, very few of those goals. It means figuring out what is truly, truly important and not wasting energy on all the other small things. Now, the secret is that it doesn't mean you can't do other things. It doesn't mean you can't go to the supermarket and buy cheese. And it doesn't mean you can't set up your website. It doesn't mean you can't go to the gym a certain number of times a week. But it means you're not forcing yourself to. See, if you work on your internal values first, these are the automatic internal scripts that define everything else. And if you work on those then the rest follows. It's like fixing the internal mechanics of the machine and then the machine operates appropriately instead of just letting the machine malfunction and then fixing the bit that's broken each time, but then the inside problem is still kind of there. The value of setting less goals is that the ones you do choose really, really mean something. And it's a lot easier to concentrate all your activities onto that. It doesn't mean that you will concentrate all your activities. I mean, you're human, you still need to rest, you still need to do other things, but it's really clear what you want to do. You don't need to justify to yourself a lot of different reasons. Like, what is the purpose of you losing some number of kilograms? Like, what is the purpose of you pulling in a certain amount of revenue at work? You have all these things that your mind then has to be spread across. You're diluting yourself and, and not dedicating yourself to any single big thing. So here's the other approach. You set less goals. Those goals mean something. You're able to justify them to yourself. You waste less energy spreading yourself across a lot of different things. And you also waste less resources because in the trivial case where you have like a thousand small goals, every moment is spent trying to achieve these small goals and you're never done. But with the big goal, you're basically just resting all the time unless you're actually working on your goal. And you know what? In the grand scheme of things, one human life is pretty short. You don't have unlimited resources to spend onto all these random small things. And if you get into that mode where you're always making a new goal, new goal, like it just, it never ends. 
But if you take the other approach where life is good and life is enjoyable and you're resting and you already are enough and you already have enough achievement and you're already content and truly satisfied and then something big comes along and you think, oh, it's fun and good to work on that. Everything is just a lot happier and you can just do a job that is on the whole a lot better. In, in many ways, it is a superior approach because when you dedicate yourself to one or a few things that truly, truly matter, you are doing things that you can explain to yourself. Like, yes, your, your goal, let's say it's of, of earning a million YouTube subscribers, that's, that's a big goal. You can explain to yourself, why do you want to do that? Oh, because you have a message that you want to send to the people it's easier to explain that to yourself and you remember why and you have a big mission, you have a big thing in focus. You have something that you want to do with your minuscule human life. And it means something. On the other hand, to dilute yourself, when, when you break everything down into tiny, tiny, tiny goals, you know what? Each one loses a little bit of its meaning because the more you break things and the greater granularity you have, well, each chunk takes with it a small chunk of meaning. So for example, creating a YouTube channel with a million subscribers has a big meaning attached to it. But if you were to break that down into a million smaller steps, and maybe one of the steps was like create a YouTube account, that kind of loses a bit of meaning. Like, yes, it is an achievable step in itself and you have to break things down into steps. But when you think about how do you justify that step, its purpose is it is a step in a much larger goal, which then always links back to getting your 1 million subscribers. So why not just think of the big thing from the beginning, have that big thing in your mind, focus on that big thing, and then all the smaller steps follow and you can still break them down, but it's all under the heading of one big goal. See, the problem comes when people actually have too many disparate goals, like too many things that are just too different. Like they want to make this business, they want to do this work, and they want to invest in this, and they want to work on their body, and they want to do this with their relationships, they want to learn. Sometimes it's, it's too much, and you have to play with the strengths that you've been dealt. Yes, you need to work on your weaknesses if they're inhibiting you, but after a certain point, you have a choice between working on your strengths or working on your weaknesses, and it kind of just makes more sense to work on your strengths. Setting less goals is, is a way of doing that. You're figuring out what are your strengths and you are catering to them. Setting a lot of goals is actually pandering to the opposite. It's like saying, look, you have so many weaknesses. You have so many things that you're deficient in that you need to become better in. You need to upskill in. And so all of these things become the million different goals that you're creating for yourself. So setting less goals is, is a bit more than the practicality of it. It's, it's more than that side of saying, well, it's more efficient for you to focus on a few things. It actually sends a message to yourself that you are worth focusing on these strengths, which are of great importance. It's saying that everything else is, is okay. You don't have to achieve all these tiny, tiny, tiny things. Things, things are good. It's like being less fussy, less fastidious about every aspect of life, just being a lot more relaxed and at peace with things and things flow. 
and you've just got a few things that are important. It's, it's almost like a, a cognitive extension of minimalism, where in minimalism you want to reduce the number of items you have to just the ones that truly bring you joy and utility. And when you think about it, you don't have that many hours in the day. There aren't that many objects. You're not going to be using a different object every single second. So just by reality, it ends up that only a certain quite limited number of things actually do bring a lot of utility in your life. And it ends up being the same thing for goals. Only a few end up bringing a whole lot of utility in your life. And the neat thing is, when you look at it this way and you no longer pepper yourself with so many different small goals, the things that you actually do outside your big goal, the things that you feel are worth spending your time on, they're actually things you want to do. I mean, assuming that you hammer out all the the bad habits and, and things like not checking your phone too much and limiting your time on social media and all that kind of stuff. But when you have your value structure set right, that stuff all comes naturally, it comes second nature. But it's, it's really, really neat because you have your big goals. These are your life purpose. You work on these. They mean something. It's worthwhile. You can justify it to yourself. You have purpose. And outside those moments, you don't have all these things that cognitively tear you apart that you have to devote part of your focus and attention to. It's just a lot better for you. It's just a lot more efficient. And then the things that you do do in your spare time, the things that you want to do, things that you enjoy, and your mind is just a lot clearer. So that's the summary of it. <laughs> All of that can, can be rephrased into just saying, set less goals. <laughs>